the Bible Study Podcast, episode 464. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Proverbs, beginning with chapter 3. Chapter 3 of Proverbs goes like this, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Again, we're talking about paths. We're talking about what road we're on. That may be a familiar verse. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. If you had to pull out one verse alone from Proverbs and remember it, I would say that's a good one to memorize. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. When we talk about straight paths in the Bible, we're talking about poetic language that is saying paths that head towards God, paths that head in the right direction. So remember all these commandments. Remember everything that Solomon is teaching. Remember everything that God is trying to teach us, and you'll win a good name in the sight of God and man. He also says that they will prolong your life. We certainly know of people whose lives have been cut short senselessly, cut short by bad decisions. We certainly hope not to be in that group, but we also hope that wisdom will keep those that we love, our kids, our friends, our loved ones, on good paths and and paths that head towards peace and prosperity, even in this broken and fallen world. But then it goes on to say, do not be wise in your own eyes, Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. We started to get into that portion here in Proverbs and we'll see more of it later where each two-verse couplet is a different thought, sometimes relating to the one before and sometimes not. So the first one we have here is, don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't be so full of yourself, because that's not good. And we'll be talking a whole lot more about that in Proverbs. But fear the Lord. And when we say fear the Lord, we mean give the Lord what is due, put what God wants first, understanding the importance and the position of God in our lives, that he is someone who should be listened to. He is someone important. And fear in the way of respect would probably be another good way to translate that. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. I love that. We know that studies say that happiness, for instance, is good and that guilt can can tear down. And what this is saying is a right relationship with God is healthy. It's good for us. It keeps us from carrying around a lot of other stuff. Honor the Lord with your wealth. Now, this is one of those things that starts to get into very practical things. How do we honor the Lord? Well, part of the way we honor the Lord is with what he has given us. He talks about first fruit of your crops, and that could be related today to your tithes and offerings. What do you do with a tenth of the money that you've been given, or what do you do with the money you've been given? Do you honor God with how you spend your money? 
could you go through your credit card statement and say, yep, honors God, honors God, honors God. You know, it might be an interesting kind of activity. Or at least catching the things in there that's like, yeah, maybe not. He says, well, if you honor God, he will bless you. Your barns will be overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. That God will bless us as we use what he has given us in his name to bring honor to his name. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resend his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. Discipline is not always related to love, but it is. It should be. Now, when we think of discipline, you may think of punishment. But I want to think of discipline like when you want to be a good athlete, and this is something I've heard about third person. I am not a good athlete, and I am not someone who has discipline in that area of my life. But it would take discipline. If I wanted to run a marathon, I would have to get up and I would have to run every day. And I just think about running, not just put it on my to-do list, but I'd actually have to have the discipline to run every day. And as we discipline our children, as we raise our children with discipline, that there are results for consequences, that there is right and wrong, we are doing them a favor. And if you don't believe that, then spend some time with someone who doesn't discipline their kids and see the difference. If you spend time with people who are good parents, who would spend time and attention on their kids trying to raise their children to be good people, just so let's just take it that generically right now versus people who don't. One is a much more, in my opinion, enjoyable experience. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver, yields more better return than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. Now, this is going to be an odd thing for me to quote on the Bible study podcast, but my daughter happened, my daughter and my wife both happen to love this show, Bachelorette, which I think is a terrible show. But and it's just a terrible model, and you know I can't believe that anybody watches it. But there's something that relates to this, and one of the things my daughter said, she was talking about somebody who was on the show who was using some wisdom, at least in her choices on there, and she was talking to somebody who had gotten angry. One of the one of the bachelors had gotten angry, and he had said, "Well, I, I was angry, and I had to hit somebody," and she said, "Well, no, you don't." And when I think about it, his ways are pleasant and all her paths are peace, there are options in our lives in terms of how we react to things. And some of those paths are going to work out better. If we have wisdom in the situation and we don't just react, if we're not just reacting like a two-year-old or a three-year-old, right, if we've developed some discipline, remember that to give your child discipline is to give them a gift, then our paths will be more peaceful, right? That person didn't have to react that way. Just because someone said something, they didn't have to hit somebody, right? We're not two. We shouldn't be. Well, maybe you're two and you're listening to this episode. I I hope you're enjoying it if you are. But for those of us who are adults who are thinking about being adults, 
we should be behaving with wisdom and that can lead to paths of peace. Continuing on, by wisdom, the Lord laid the earth's foundation by understanding. He set the heavens in place. By his knowledge, the watery depths were divided and the clouds let the dew drop. My son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. Preserve sound judgment and discretion. They will be life for you, an ornament to grace your neck. Then you will go on your way in safety and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked, for the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared. I spent some time down in Mexico, and I spent some time down in Mexico when they were in the middle of the drug war, which, you know, if you heard about that, it was a terrible, terrible thing. In fact, they're still going through some of it, not as bad as it was. I was in Tijuana at a time when five people a day were being killed. Five people a day. In Juarez, Mexico, it was nine people a day. And yet I felt relatively safe because the real dangerous thing you needed to do to die was be a drug runner. Basically, it was a gang war between two different parties. And most of the people who died were people who were involved in the selling of drugs. There are things that we can do that will make us more safe just because we are wise and don't go into certain paths. Some paths are more dangerous than others. Some lives and lifestyles are more dangerous than others. Keeping our foot from being snared, making sound judgment and discretion are those ways that we can sleep sweeter, those ways that we can lie down and not be afraid. If we're wise in how we deal with others, we will be safer at least. Again, we live in a broken and fallen world. So all of these things are heading us in a direction that is better for us. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to act. Do not say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow and I'll give it to you when you already have it with you. Do not plot harm against your neighbor who lives trustfully near you. Do not accuse anyone for no reason when they have done you no harm. Wisdom in terms of how we deal with our neighbors. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to act. We will be judged by what we do, but also by what we do not do, what we fail to do. To fail to act with good is an act of evil. Do not say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow and I'll give it to you when you already have it. It's just such a simple thing. A lot of the things we're going to find in Proverbs are little things. Their common knowledge, their common wisdom, where they should be. Do not plot harm against your neighbor. Well, that one gets to be hopefully obvious, who lives trustfully near you. If we build up good neighbors, if we build up good neighborhoods, we will have a better life. And do not accuse anyone for no reason when they have done you no harm. That includes, I think, what emails we send along, what tweets we retweet, how we deal with things when we don't know the facts. Um, And that is an area where we do poorly as a country, as a people right now. We prejudge things. We believe the news stories we want to believe. And we don't look into the details, nor do our press sometimes look into the details as they should. And we accuse people without knowing all the details. 
Do not envy the violent or choose any of their ways, for the Lord detests the perverse, but takes the upright into his confidence. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. He mocks the proud mockers, but shows favor to the humble and oppressed. The wise inherit honor, but fools get only shame. Do you notice this pattern here of this, not this, this, not this? Again, we'll see that again and again here. For the Lord detests the perverse, but for the Lord's curses on the wicked, but he mocks the proud mockers, but the wise inherit honor, but it's quite often this set of collections, the wise inherit honor, but fools get only shame. We are encouraged here not to be perverse, not to be wicked, not to be proud and to be wise. And we'll see more of that as we continue on this study of Proverbs. But for now, that's going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Pinterest, or Instagram as Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. If you're tired of parenting advice and news headlines that are more confusing than assembling IKEA furniture, we've got just the podcast for you. My dear friend Abby and I are here to help you navigate the parenting roller coaster. Should your kids be on social media? What should you tell a friend facing an unplanned pregnancy? These are just some of the many questions we tackle on our podcast. Subscribe to The Real Deal of Parenting wherever you find your podcast.